Churro's beard is getting very full. Welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at GamersLedge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, relax, have yourself a nice cup of wintered hot buttered rum. It's Gamers Ledge Podcast, a look at the video gaming industry, a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer, and a conversation amongst friends. Joining us for our panel today, starting at my far left, the beast from the Midwest, it's Turo. Hello. Next to him joining us is the monster of Philadelphia, Dave. Yo. New Jersey. Philadelphia, comma, New Jersey. <laughs> Technically, they call where I am East Philly, so. <laughs> or West Jersey. <laughs> also joining us from the far, far north, it's Kate. I'm actually more south than us. <laughs> it doesn't matter, it's Canada, it's all north. That, and, no, it terrible. freaked me out so bad when I realized that that, like, you know, that I was, like, further south and most of the U.S. and a lot of the U.S. still. I was just like, what? Well, the best part about it is it just proves our educational system for geography works so well. Because we're looking at everything flat. We need, we need more globes. Well, the man who mostly resembles a globe on the panel, it's Matt. <laughs> Hi. And, of course, joining us from 40 minutes from the other Great White North, it's Nick. Hi. It's actually almost kind of a little bit white out. Almost. It's like it wants to be Wisconsin, but it can't be. I, of course, am your uh, host, Mark, for trying to keep all these fine people in line as we all drink and discuss video games. Um, <laughs> it seems like it, it's <laughs> been an eternity. Hold on. Melanoma? What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it seems like it's been more than seven days since we last spoke. Oh, that's because it was with Thanksgiving. I was all ready for last week. And yeah. I was like, where is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> <Charles> <laughs> you <had your> Canadian <laughs> Thanksgiving on the wrong day. It's that's not right. our fault. It's because the harvest is earlier up north. <laughs> the, ha- the harvest like of the children? <laughs> oh, no, that's every weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so let's start with what we've been doing for the last couple weeks. Uh, Turo, you're all the way at my far left today, as you pretty much always are. So go ahead and why don't you start first? Um, I actually started playing Arkham Knight again to try to finish it because there's a buttload of games to try and play and beat. 
Um, I got some free time, so I think I'm going to switch back from there to the 360 and just try to get as many games in before the off-season starts for me, where then oh, I have all the free oh, time. Wait, can't you play all your 360 games on the Xbox One now? No, just some of them that I, like the ones that I, some of them have come over, so that was really exciting. But no, not like uh, Arkham Origins. I have to, you know. Why are you even playing that? Because I want to. I want to get the whole thing. That? <laughs> He's a whole. <laughs> uh, and then Pokemon. Uh, because Hoopa uh, got released officially at McDonald's. Who did? Wait, Hoopa. Hoopa. Who now? Hoopa Poopa. Bah. Wait, Mr. Hoopa? No. No, the Pokemon Hoopa. You can go to your McDonald's and pick them up. Who can? That's a lie. You can. Anybody. That's a lie. No, it's and not. what's his name? Hoopa. Hoopa. You're not kidding. Huh. I'm not. I'm not kidding. It started. It started on Black Friday. You go to McDonald's. You take your participating McDonald's. You have to add that word in there. Oh, my McDonald's so participating. Did they have? Did they have a launch party? No. So there was no, no ball pit. Hoopla. There was no hoopla for the hoopa. No. Why did you people not cut him off? <laughs> Just kick him anyway, from the podcast. That happened. I think it would. <laughs> Break down. Uh, that happened. So Pokemon and Arkham Knight, and then hopefully Arkham Origins here soon. Anything else, or is that it? Um, Fallout Four has been bought on my system, <sighs> but not started. I don't want to. Why? You will. Oh, you'll lose all of your life. There you go. I will. I will do everything. No, I will do oh. nothing but Fallout Four. All right then, Dave. So yeah, I know yes. you're itching to go. You've been you've been playing tons of games. You have a game that we've never heard of, or we weren't going to discuss already in the bullpen. No, see that's the thing. I didn't actually get a chance to play it. <laughs> oh, so nothing's different than any other week then. <laughs> no, no, no. But I had like I had like two hours slotted for this, and I was about to run downstairs, and then it just didn't happen. Man. Um, but can I talk about it anyway? How excited sure. I am for it. Wait, which game is it that you are this excited about? Um, I forget the full name of it, but there's a new Darius game. Shut up, Matt. Darius Rocker? Who do That's you know? exactly what I was thinking. See, this is this is why you people need me around, because you don't know good stuff. Like Darius, like the old shooter. Back when shooters were called shooters instead of what they call shooters now. Three quarters perspective, bullet hells. Mm. Not three quarter perspective. What is wrong with you? Two D <laughs> side scrolling shooters, like the good oh, old days. Mega Man. Oh. <laughs> Spaceship shooters. Wait, what is this again? Asteroid. God, I hate you. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> See, okay. yeah, what you're on the. Again, oh. It's Darius something. Hold on. Targaryen. <laughs> No. Barbarian. Gradius. Is, is, is it Targaryen? It's related to Gradius. <laughs> sort of. Is it Junkmaster Darius Top from League of Legends? <laughs> so uh, it is from Game of Thrones. He's going to, like, quit on us. <laughs> no, I'm not going to quit because I haven't finished my whiskey yet. So. Galaga? Galaxian? No. no you're, you're, it's sort of. <laughs> um, it's bad when our random guessing actually gets close. 
<laughs> you know, I'm I'm not pulling it, up anything for this game if there is a. It it, it is. It's on the PlayStation blog one day ago. Darius Burst Chronicles Savior out this week on PS4, PS Vita. Oh, okay. Darius Burst Chronicles. I I do see it. I there actually heard about this. Yes. <laughs> Validation. Thank you. Now, here's here's the issue. This is a total. You have to love this kind of stuff in order to get it because it is sixty dollars to download. What? Wow. Is it, wow. it cross? And it, ask if it's cross by <laughs> for the PS4 no. for the Vita. No, of course not. No, it's another forty dollars for the Vita one. <laughs> but if we That's wait. Insane. If you wait for three months, it'll come out for free on PlayStation Plus. Possible. Is it a horrible indie game? Because that's all that comes out on PlayStation Plus. Oh. Not horrible indie games. No, they're all horrible. They look like crap. They're terrible. Just look at the video. He'll tell you so. It's so Jeez, Grandpa, is, go back in your home. Matt, Matt, yeah, Matt is no. trolling me. This, right is, now. This, this, is a, this is a discussion topic for later. I'm, oh, okay. I'm trolling myself. <laughs> the, um... No, it's um, yeah, it looks awesome. I, I got to watch a video of it. <laughs> well, that, that that qualifies as gameplay. You're you're, you're ready, ready to write a review. review. So, <laughs> but it's got it's the classic kind of style. Like if you like these two D shooters, um, I think you know people started calling them shmups like twenty years ago, and they're all wrong. Um, no, they also do call them bullet hells. Yeah, this style isn't a real bullet hell, though. This is yeah, the bullet good. hell is a subgenre of the shooter. Yeah. Um, where it's like a total like screen filling, you know, pattern that you have to navigate through. Yeah. So this, this is definitely there, more there of a grievous. This is not. Okay. This is not a bullet hell. I would not consider this a bullet hell. This is this more. This is a gradius R type style. Yes. The classic, classic style. Old school. Um, I will be buying this, so I'll probably talk about it next week because I am definitely getting it. Um, probably on the PS4 because I just think it'd be cool to play a game like that on a 60-inch screen because it's just nutty. I mean, and, and you have to buy it. So the rest of us get it for free. <laughs> exactly. As soon as I buy it next month, it's free. Right. We all know this, so then everybody can enjoy it. Um, <laughs> oh, <I gotta> be- <laughs> Was that an earthquake? I'm just checking. <laughs> that was no, it was the cat jumping up, <laughs> knocking things out of the way. Uh, it's no longer Weebles, it's Earthquake the cat. That's right. She's she's not exactly uh, dainty when it comes to pulling herself up since her back legs don't work. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, she's a she's a special needs cat. She's a CH cat. Look up videos online. They're hilarious. Uh, the, Kate, um, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> and I also did something, uh, and, I, and I still play Jetpack Joyride every day, and I did something monstrously horrible, and I hate myself for doing it. They actually released some kind of, like, DLC content <laughs> that you had to, like, actually buy. It's like some sleigh or something like that. Yes! Every, I check it every day, so anytime something new drops, I'm able to get it. Usually you can buy with in-game currency or something like that because they set the price high, so it's like if you've been playing a lot, you have no problem with it. Or, like, there's, like, you wait 15 days, you can get it. This is just, like, you can only buy it. It was $6. It was $5.99. What is it? That's only I like... bought it. 
I bought it. I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. I bought, I bought it because I just figured these people get so much of my time, I might as well reward them from this. I don't know what's wrong with me at this point. And, and it was a hat? It was a $6 hat? No, it was a sleigh with robot rocket-propelled reindeer. You just bought horse armor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Actually, it's a little worse because it's not like you can use it all the time. It randomly pops up. So is it and another is $6 it versus $250? $6, dude, and I did it. So is it because one of the, I was just like... So is it like a power-up then? I deserve a couple more bucks. Huh? Is it a power-up? Is Does it just reskin Mr. Cuddles or...? It, it's, a, it's a new... It's a new vehicle. That's it. Okay. New vehicle. Oh yeah. man! So it's, it's not a. There's nothing extra powerful about it. There's. It drops presents all over the place. It just. It looks kind of neat. Looks this actually one, really cool. This one's popped up today. It's ten bucks, and it's the Back to the Future pack. So you get the DeLorean, and I Wait, can't what? read it. Now. Yeah, it's ten bucks. It just <laughs> popped up on my thing. Oh, oh you just you cool. just totally yeah you just totally got another ten dollars for the company. I just, I just I saw it, and I was like, that's not what he's talking about. That's Back to the Future. It includes a DeLorean time machine and hoverboard vehicles, the Hill Valley 2015 background, and the amped-up 85 guitar jetpack. All right, right so, so I'm going to make a prediction right now. I'm going to make a prediction. Right? This is my prediction. What's the prediction? What's the prediction? We are one year, exactly one year from PSX3. <laughs> At that point in time, Dave will still not have played any other game Besides, Besides Android, <laughs> and he will own all the DLC. That is my PSX3 prediction for next year. He will actually have spent more money buying DLC Wait. for Jetpack Joyride than any other game. Well, what's what's PSX3? What are you talking about? PlayStation Experience. Oh, 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 okay. I'm sorry. I thought when you're speaking, you actually use all the words. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that you had not to... hip to his lingo. Yeah, I didn't realize you had to truncate everything when you're speaking like a human. Matt, is is that true? Do you need to use acronyms for everything? Why, no, yes. Yes, you do. Oh. oh. I'm going to get my PRP for PGP. <laughs> get ASAP. Yeah, that's in uh, Good that's morning, Vietnam. That's that having to agree with you. you know that. Hey, guys, uh, BRB. Hold on. <laughs> BBQ. <laughs> Remember when we came over like us? We watched a bunch of episodes of Quarter Gas. Did we watch oh. that one with the acronyms? Yes. Where they had like, uh, like you know, bringing a young doctor to Dog River was like you know, or did whatever it stood for. I don't remember. I've seen the episode a long time. I forget. It's been a while. Oh, that's such a great show. So, anything else that you played, Dave? No. Okay. So. Kate, let's hear about what you've been up to for the last few weeks. Well, yeah, because I haven't been around, I guess. Um, I've been playing Record Keeper, of course, still. Still play it every day. Uh, I've gotten Clouds almost at level 80. Uh, nice. And I've got... S- How high is your cipher? Mine's 57. Uh, mine's 55 because I got... Or 50, because I just got him high enough to... Get his spirit, yeah. Use his egg and get his his record material, and that's it. Yeah, and I've got I've got Lulu. I just don't have her crystal yet. I have all the crystals from all the events, but I am 
Uh, I have not gotten Lulu yet. I'm on my way to get her. And both Squall and Cloud are making the climb towards 80. Yeah, I have, I have Squall's memory crystal too as well. Which that um, fight was a... That, that oh whole my thing god, it was, was so not, annoying. Yeah, that was... I thought, a, actually, I don't know if I... Yeah, I think I found Cloud's more annoying until you told me about that trick with the poison. Like, because before that I had used, like, you know, life after life after life. And I was just like, oh my god. And of course, after Cypher and Zell were released, I tried to do an 11 pull to see if I could get either one of their weapons. That didn't squat. So I, I keep like, meaning to I keep meaning to post it to my Facebook. They did that free half giveaway where they gave you enough to do a, a, yeah, a eleven pull. Yeah, I took. A, oh yeah, if you missed it, sorry man. They they only did it on that day. They need to Friday. send more notifications to my phone because that's bull. Uh. If you logged in any time before that, it was one of the announcements. We're doing this on Black Friday, so they did announce it. You just didn't got pay. Got twenty five mithril's and eleven pulls were twenty five mithril. Right. And I, I got all three or less. Ooh. Ooh. Well, you can only all get three. three. No, so. no, no. All three stars or less. I got zero four stars, zero five stars, and zero anybody's special weapons. Yeah, I was just like, because I've been using my Mithril more for um on Sundays. Like, mm. using it to, like, level up, level up, level up. Instead of, because, like, I've had such terrible luck with pulls that is just um, I was just like I gave, up on it. I gave up on it I'll just use the weapons that I have <clears throat> so I think I don't know I don't know if I'll try another 11 pull because I'm just so sick of my terrible luck uh, what else have I been playing uh, I've been playing Dead or Alive Extreme we'll get to that later <laughs> uh, I actually started a playthrough of the Sailor Moon another story RPG that was released on SNES so I've been playing it on my computer. I'm not very far into it, but I gave that one a whirl. I've started it so many times. I've played it before, a really long time ago, and in the recent like year or so, I've started it a couple times and then never really got anywhere in it, so I'm determined to try and get far in it this time. That's about it. Okay. Matt, how about you? <clears throat> I know you have a lengthy list. Oh, not too bad. Um, <clears throat> Tap Titans and Shooty Skies... Um, and Yahtzee. <laughs> that's, that's basically my uh, that's basically my phone. The yeah, shooty skies. Thank, my thank fault. you for the shooty skies. Yeah, that's your fault. That's totally your fault. <laughs> I would have never found that if not for you. Thank you so much. Uh, uh. So, um, and then uh, actually, the thing I played the most was oh, I was playing skies. the original Wild Arms on my Vita. <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome game. Yeah. Uh, still love that game. The only thing I noticed is, yeah, my patience for the battle animations are is, is not <laughs> not what it used to be. So <laughs> now it does have. I mean, watching it, I mean, knowing that it was bridging right coming out of the 16 and into the 32, the dynamic camera angles <laughs> for the battle system are still really good. Actually, you know, they're they're very well done. They're they were definitely. Ter terribly innovative for the time, but even now, for a turn-based RPG, they're pretty pretty nice. But it does take a long time to attack, and then effects and spells like the fire spell takes forever. Sit there, watch the fire spinning toward the enemy. Just die already! Um, so, but yeah, still, uh, still love that game and that theme song. That that intro 
will probably be my favorite video game intro ever. If anything ever beats it, it will it'll be amazing. But uh, so uh, uh, I come on last Wednesday. You can do it. All um, right. <laughs> I did not buy any DLC. Uh, I just just tried to unlock some more stuff because I've never unlocked all the stuff. Um, then we get on to uh, real games or games that aren't 20 years old. Uh, I played the new Joku map and the... I forget what the new mode is called, the, the salt hold-the-line mode. Uh, I played two rounds. One is Empire, one is Rebels, just to kind of get the feel for it. Um, it. It's a decent enough map. It's an interesting mode. What's the mode? It's... Uh, <clears throat> I wish I could remember what it's called, but it's kind of a mix of Conquest and the Walkers, except there's no Walkers. Uh, but there's four lines. Um, so the first line has four checkpoints spread out across it. Uh, the Rebels are always attacking. The Imperials are always defending. You have to try to defend the checkpoints. If the Rebels take any one of the four checkpoints, you lose that line. An orbital strike comes down. The Rebels are on this side of it, the Imperials are on this side of it, and then a new line forms with only three points. They capture any one of those, you fall back to another line where there's only two points, and eventually you fall back to one single control point. Uh, if you can, if the Imperials can get to the timed end of the round while still controlling that last point, they win. Uh, if the Rebels capture all the points before, well, at least one of the points at all the levels before the time runs out, they win. Um, when we played as Imperials, I was on the winning team. When I played as the Rebels, I was on the winning team. So I uh, got to see how it worked both ways. Um, it's not... It, it kind of requires coordination because essentially there's no way as the Imperials you're ever going to defend the four or three row. You're, you're going to lose those two rows, basically. I don't think it's possible to. Um, I did get to drive an ATST. That was pretty fun. Um... But once you get down to the two and one row, if you can, if you're smart and your group plays well, you can hold the one spot, um, the one when you only have one checkpoint for your last one and hold that out. Um, but it's it's interesting. Um, probably not as much new stuff now. When this map starts getting rolled into all the other modes on the eighth, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do differently with the map, because you know this is a very specific format for the map. But it, it's basically, it's Tatooine, but with much more hilly dunes. So you can't see as far, because the dunes basically make hills and valleys that you can't see very far. Uh, so you kind of just wait for someone to pop up right in front of you. So Matt, I know you have Battlefront. Um, Nick, did you end up picking it up or no? No, it was Battlefront or Fallout 4, and I chose Fallout 4. Okay, so does anybody else... Turo, did you end up picking it up? Nah, I'm going to take a little bit on that one. And Dave, I knew you were contemplating it. I, I don't have the time. Okay. It's just not even It's not even fair for me to try and so, do it. So Matt, you've, you've logged a few hours into it now. What would your overall kind of review impressions be about Battlefront? Um... It's it, it's way prettier. I mean, I guess I'll start with the superficial stuff. It's way prettier than the game has any right to be. Um, 
I thought the the beta looked good. It, the final version looks even better. Uh, the the Endor level, the the forest and all the ferns and stuff moving is just amazing. Um, the gameplay modes, I haven't actually played all of the gameplay modes yet. There are a lot, uh, but it's I like the control scheme. Um, it, it plays well. I think it works well as a shooter. It works well as a Star Wars-themed thing. All the things that you would expect to be there, all the iconic blasters, all the different types of things you would expect to run into, you run into. Um, it's, <clears throat> it, I haven't played Survival yet, so I can't speak to the kind of almost sort of single-player part side of the game yet. I'm not so much worried that it doesn't have a true single-player experience. Normally, this is a thing that would have really kind of crudded out for me, but knowing going in that it was strictly going to be a multiplayer affair, I kind of prepped myself into that headspace. I'm I'm hoping that we'll get a Dark Forces Jedi Knight-style single-player FPS type of heavy storyline game at some point from the new Star Wars universe. Um, but this this is not that. Um, I think it's fun. I, I think it's it can be a little bit frustrating because and, and I guess I don't know if this is just me, but I I'm not the best at shooters, right? I'm not the best at FPSs. That's it's not my forte. I, I seem like to die in a heck of a lot less. Yeah, I seem to die. <laughs> with, I seem to die with a heck of a lot less shots than it takes me to kill other people and. I don't know what the deal with that is, but um, you know, it seems like a guy fires two bolts at me and I'm lying on the ground dead and I've unloaded my entire thing until my weapon overheated and they've still got an inch of life left, which which can get a little frustrating. Um, but overall, I, I've found that you know I, I tend to score fairly in the middle of most rounds, which is better than my average. So... I guess I'm happy with it. Uh, overall, I guess I'd probably go with around uh, eight-ish if I had to score it. See, and I, I think the only things I would add is is the the weapons to me all suck, and then it's just certain <laughs> ones are less sucky. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they they all they feel fine for guns in a first-person shooter. But none of them are great. They all just suck a little bit less. They're they're very they're very level. I mean, it's really it's really weaker blast and faster fire, or slower fire and stronger blast. That's really yeah. the only difference between them. Um, and, and and I find that after probably about three or four hours, I get really bored of playing it because it is the same grind over and over again. Grind. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 It's Sorry, exactly I had a flashback. It's just it's it's I'm still <laughs> recovering. Yeah, you would very much <laughs> like this game, Nick. It is very much that slow progression grind um, towards Coolest unlocking. Empire it. trophy. <laughs> no. You're. Can I just tell you, you're doing a horrible job selling me on this game. It's it. No, I think what what Matt said. The pros were is that it is very beautiful. It runs very smooth. Um, yeah, you never see a frame rate drop or anything. It's fun, and it's crazy like you imagine a battle on Endor between AT-ATs, ATSTs, speeder bikes, uh, rebels, and, and 
actual Storm droids. Yeah, pro droids. The, the only thing you can't do in the game, which does actually subtract off some points for me, is I cannot punt any Ewoks. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, um, if so I could punt, great about, that was great. That was that's what was great about Force Unleashed. You could punt. You could punt. You could force punt anything. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Like um, you just start, you start off that game, and you're Vader just choking out Wookies. <laughs> you had like a plan of Wookies. That sounds like were... way dirtier than you meant. Yeah, 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 it does. Sound bad. I just, um, <laughs> all right, choking a Wookie sounds bad. Oh, that's what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> all right. Um, family show, little, family show. But yeah, little battle I, front and choke the Wookie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but it it's it's fun, and it's good. It's great. I think it's much better as a social game playing with a bunch of your friends than it is playing without communicating with anybody. Which is it's only a social game. Well, no, but you can play it and still be antisocial. You can go on the the game and then not talk to anyone, not communicate with your teammates, etc. So you can do that, and a lot of people do. But I think it's a lot more fun and effective when you're actually talking to your friends. Yeah, it is. I mean, it it uh, it's it's definitely more fun when you have someone to hang out with or talk with. <clears throat> I you can play it. I can play it for a while, and you can kind of tell if you're on a team where people are communicating, and then you just kind of latch onto one of them and kind of follow to get an idea of what they're doing, and then support that you know as best you can. That, that and then that's you follow them back to night. their house and hide in their bushes. Yeah, well, you know that's only polite, you know. <laughs> All right, then. Anyway, um, so yeah, the only thing, I, they did kind of make it sound bigger at first. I know I got kind of disappointed when I found out that the flying battles would not go into space. I, you know, the, 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 I kind of would have liked to be able to have a total war mode where there's a space battle going on and you could fly from space down onto the planet and almost kind of an element of, uh, no Man's Sky. That's just a waste of space gas. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe next, maybe the next iteration. Um, but yeah, the Battle of Joku. That's the the tie-in to Episode Seven. Um, so it's it's interesting to see the Star Destroyer crash there. But um, spoilers, spoilers, all of them. Yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order was one of the things that was on sale on the Black Friday. Uh, flash thingamajig it, so I did pick that up um, along with uh, the uh, uh, complete pack for King's Quest. Thank you. Um, I haven't played the King's Quest yet, but I did uh, play through the beginning of Wolfenstein, and it, it is a fairly nice. It's nowhere near as pretty as Battlefront, but um, it, it is a pretty good, uh, pretty good shooter so far. So. Um, definitely worth the nine bucks I paid for it. Um, downloaded and played the Gauntlet Slayer edition. That's part of the Instant Game Collection. Oh, how's that? For, for this month. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Gauntlet. Um, it's it's a bit easier than the old school Gauntlet because I actually played through the entire first level all by myself and didn't die, it's, but died yeah. once. I was so. saving this for mine as well, but uh, since you asked about it, uh, Lexi and I played quite a bit of it yesterday, and it's, I, I agree with Matt's assessment, it's much easier than the old Gauntlet, 
but it does kind of capture the spirit of the game tied with little AD&D. Yeah. I'd say that's fair. And it's it's not, you know, when it came out, it got like five, five and a halfs across most sites. I would not rate that. it. Yeah, I would not rate it that low. Um, it is actually a, a good time, and even for somebody who's kind of new to gaming, they can pick it up and figure out how to how to work it. Um, yeah, they basically turned it into a twin stick, at least for the elf. I played elf. So. Yeah, me too. But but she played barbarian, so I got to see that in action. It's it's kind of a each class plays a little differently, and so you find the style that matches your personality, and you play that character. Right. Um, but it's it's. Actually, quite... And they have some quality narrations for the lines. I, I constantly shoot food, and the game lets me know the, what a crappy person I am for shooting food. <laughs> so, it, awesome. it, the one thing that, that uh, I wasn't sure about yesterday, which we finally got working, is it looked like you could only do local multiplayer or online multiplayer, but not both. But it turns out you can do both local online multiplayer if you so desire. Oh, cool. And you just have to have... <coughs> excuse me. You just have to have the second player sign into the PlayStation Network from the same PS4. So if I'm signed in under my account mm-hmm. and she wants to play online multiplayer with me, she's got to sign into the PSN as well, and then we can go on and do online multiplayer. Otherwise, oh, okay. it, it, otherwise it's, it says you can, you can only do local. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. Uh, signed in. Um, so yeah, then uh, I did play a little bit more of Infinity 3.0, uh, not a ton, but a bit more. Um, looking forward to the Force Un- or not Force Unleashed. Thank you for planning that in my brain. Um, the Force Awakens pack when that comes out. Um, and then for my birthday, I did get the Doctor Who pack for Lego Dimensions. Happy so, birthday! Oh, thank you. Um, so I put birthday. that. Yeah. Happy thank birthday! Thank you. Thank you. Um, I Perfect. put the I put the pack in. Um, it's pretty fun. Although the lines of the doctors are unfortunately from last season, um, it sounds like Capaldi actually did all the lines. I, I haven't looked it up, but if it's not Capaldi, it is a dang good impersonator. Um, but all the lines are from from last season, so that's a little bit disappointing. But obviously, <laughs> production time and stuff. Capaldi was in that Fifth Estate movie, that Julian Assange movie. Did you know he acted before this? Yeah, he's acted in a bunch. Oh my God! You're trolling. Yeah. Yes, he is. Very hard. Totally. Uh, very, very, very hard. Just like, yeah, he's been. He was about to start naming off. Stuff. He, he was. Yeah, you, you, you had him going. Um, it's, it's kind of funny because when he attacks, he attacks with a spoon, um, which is a tie into the Robin Hood episode from last season, which was one of the worst episodes, which makes me a little bit sad. But then he's beating up Daleks with a spoon, so I have to be slightly amused. Uh, the inside of the TARDIS is playable, so that's kind of cool. You actually use the TARDIS as a vehicle in the game level, but then you can actually go inside of the TARDIS, um, and you have to solve puzzles by traveling through time. So that's that's pretty cool too. Uh, I haven't apparently in the story mode you don't regenerate into other doctors. You stay Capaldi's doctor, so it must be when you play through the regular game that he regenerates into other doctors. So that'll be interesting to watch. Um, as he, as I can uh, do that with him and get the, because each time he regenerates into a different doctor, the TARDIS also switches the interior control console to the the console from that doctor. So that's that'll awesome. be that'll be fun. cool. So um, 
yeah, I think I've actually reached the end of my list. Um, the other thing would be the the other f- instant game collection game, which I didn't download because I actually already bought it because I was concerned about things that seemed fishy. Um, but yeah, I don't, we can talk about that after everybody goes through their stuff. Nick. Fallout 4, because that is now equal to life. There's so much to do. I love how there's no middle ground with Nick. No. No, not really. Um, I I admire that. There's so much to do. Oh, my gosh. It's it's funny because I realize every time I start going into some off-random mission, I'm like, a little bit of spoilers here. Warning. Wait for it. My, My son was captured by somebody, and I'm off helping a farm. I'm a great father. Like, this is just, it's just a horrible feeling, but, I is mean. You, more than a feeling? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Stop. He's starting oh. early. This is not going to bode well. No. Um, it, it's just really funny how you get so distracted by so many things, and then I'll do, I don't know, four main story quests, and then I'll start doing other random stuff. Except the Brotherhood of Steel has taken up quite a bit of my time. Surprisingly, uh, so I've done that for a while. That was really fun. I have a lot, a lot of recording of that. <laughs> um, don't hate me, but uh, a new thing came out in a certain game, so I kind of broke down and got it, and then I stopped playing, and then I stopped uh-huh. playing, uh-huh. and then I stopped uh-huh. playing. Okay, I, may done, I may have done an entire hard mode, but that's not the point. Uh, <laughs> And you talk about me saying dirty stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So Destiny's raid challenges came out. First try. First attempt on my first try in three weeks. I haven't played the game in in weeks. I pick up the game. I decide, let's beat the challenge mode. I defeat the war priest first try and get the challenge done. Nothing. So I'm done for the week. At least <laughs> for the week. That's that's about what I figured is the week. The new, well, I can't I can't play next week because I'll be in Jamaica, and the week after that, I I hope and promises. So, uh, I did that for a little bit. Um, what else you'll, you'll be sitting there on the beach in Jamaica with a drink in one hand, Vita <laughs> in the other. No, no, it's just like whatever you're doing with your other hand. But then you're gonna be like, uh, I need my fix. Need my fix when I get back to the states. <laughs> I need an RNG. Come on, I need to just randomly hit a number somewhere. Uh, yeah. I hear Tahiti is beautiful this time of year. Stop. <laughs> um, what else have I played? A lot of deck heroes. Haven't even opened Final Fantasy Record Keeper in weeks. Apparently, that's hurting me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have PlayStation. I have. How much done? Two minutes? Two and a half minutes of my review done in full? God, this is hard. You have to go through all of the... <laughs> I have hours of video play, and I've watched the same thing seven times just to find that right clip where it's like, oh, I need this for this, talk about this, and oh, I need this part for this, talk about this. And Oh, my God. Welcome to my world, Nick. <laughs> however, however, anybody can do this plus have a job. Eat, there's no way you can have another life. Anything exactly, else. exactly. 
Thank you. <laughs> There's no way. There's no even if you I mean I have the only way to do this is if you as you're playing, you're writing down what you want to talk about and you're writing down what's happening while you're playing. Correct. So that later on, while you look at it, you just know where to go for everything. But then that cuts down on the fun of the game because then you're just not playing. You're yes. Just, Welcome you're, to the yes. That's it's not the challenge. Wow. You know you know what this means? Mm. Do you know what this means? Nick no. officially is a man now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he that is, is he has oh. just become an adult, folks. Yep. Right in front of our eyes. Oh, yep. that sucks. I didn't want to see yeah. that. I lost I lost so much when I I was for like three straight hours I, I was doing I was doing editing. And I look up and I'm like, oh, I'm done with a minute. <laughs> I need something better to do because this is so painful. So yep. I, I don't know if I'm just going to keep going. I don't know. This is a lot of work. Cut, bring, 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 bring it when you've, had, when you've logged over 4,000 hours. Into what? Into a video report. editing. Oh, hell no. Actually, I'm, I'm gro- that number's growing steadily, so I may talk mm-hmm. to you, but... Uh, I've done that. There's really have I done anything else? I haven't even picked up a mobile device. Well, not not phone, a mobile gaming thing in a while. So, yeah, that should be it. No Borderlands. Well, let's see. Uh, Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Uh, we've kind of said all I want to say about that. Tap Titans. I'm still playing my prerequisite like minute and a half a day. I picked up Hatful Boyfriend. Um, that is a Pigeon dating simulator. Um, I, I had known about this game for a while, and it, it sounded very Japanese He's and very clearly. Clearly, yeah, and it is. It is. It has one of the most odd settings questions I've ever encountered uh, in a game, and that is: Would you like the original image of the pigeon to be anthropomorphized into a human representation for the first time? That you see him, what? and I'm like, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why not? And Why would that game... sentence ever exist? I just want to tell people. Yeah, that's that's because why Japan. I. Yeah, because <laughs> Japan, exactly. So I, I, what I was not clear on, is that most dating sims in Japan, not most, but a good number of them are, the main characters are guys. And in this one, you're a girl, but that's never communicated in any of the beginning of the game. And so I thought it might be a yaoi simulator for a minute or two. Luckily, it's not. And if you're not familiar with what yaoi is, it's a type of uh, gay manga in Japan, basically. But um, the, the interesting thing was that it took me a while to figure out that I was supposed to be a female. And the premise of the game is that you are the only human female at a school for gifted pigeons. <laughs> yes. yes. And so so they they had me at hello, let's just put it that way. Because how could I not want to learn more about this fabulous life opportunity? And, I'm and, sorry, but when, when, when that is... Can you say that line one more time? Because yes. that could be the entire trailer right there. It's just the five seconds, not even it takes to say that. And then they could have a release date and a price, and it would sell. Yeah, and it has enough that they are making a Hatful Boyfriend too. Oh my god! Oh, hasn't it released already? Uh, I don't 
think it has. If it has, it's only in Japan. I don't think the English translation has come stateside yet. Um, and this has been out on the PS3 for a while, in the Vita. Uh, it has not been on PS4 until recently. And it is cross-buy, so you do get it to take it on the go. <laughs> Let me tell you that so as a game... flying dates with pigeons? There's never... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as a game, it sucks. It's it's <laughs> basically a glorified choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing with, with very limited player. Yeah, very limited player agency. Um, the characters are written interestingly enough. If you want to stop and read it all, because there's very little voice in the game, um, and, and so you know, <laughs> for what it's all. You know, you're not wrong about that. Um, but <laughs> for, for the most part, it's, you know, if you're looking for a diversion and some easy trophies, How to Win Boyfriend, available now on the PSN. But that was definitely my weirdest title that I played this week, so I had to share that. If that's how you um, regain the lead over Matt with trophies, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I had a whole lot of trophies. Holy crap. Uh, so, I also... <laughs> I love when they trade it back and forth, and I just get an email from Matt that's been like, it's been three days and he hasn't noticed yet. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll tell you the truth. Right now, I'm more focused on quality over quantity, and I am uh, trying to... That's because you're losing. <laughs> that, is, that is loser talk right there. Because that is, you never did that before. Yeah, it's like but me saying I only care about I have, I, I have now picked up my two most rare trophies uh, in the world, so I'm pretty stoked about it. That is a complete game change. That is a complete shift on your focus. Yeah. No, Mark, I'm, I'm just going to let you have your, your... Rarity has no weight in the scoring <laughs> system. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, okay, so, anyways, I... Also played Marvel Puzzle Quest, um, and then I unknowingly which version the, the the console version or the, the phone the version? console version console version I've been playing quite a bit of that because it's actually it somehow works as a standalone package. I remember complaining when it came out on the phone that I was pissed that they didn't release it for like fourteen ninety nine on the right. console mm-hmm. as a standalone. Well, that's exactly what they did, and it works really well. Um, but I unwittingly downloaded and installed another game called Gems of War, which happens to be the sequel to the next uh, game from the Puzzle Quest crew. And so this one kind of goes back to the original Puzzle Quest, but adds warring nations and uh, invasion kind of things. And it is a free-to-play game on the PlayStation 4. I have not had to spend a single dime on it. In fact, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, they give you a package of the free-to-play currency for free. So, what? Yeah. Hmm. And so you don't have to spend any money on it. Um, and the guilds actually make a difference in that you can kind of get these extra things by joining a guild and working towards those goals. Uh, and it's actually a lot of fun. I, I've played quite a bit of it. Uh, you build a team of heroes, so it's not just like uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest is a standard three versus three. Uh, or you could do one versus three. This one you can have up to five different characters on your on your team, each one with different skills, and the mana, of course, fuels all the, sk- the skills that they have. It's actually a lot of fun, so I recommend picking uh, checking that out because this is my favorite four-letter word, free. Uh, that's called <laughs> Gems of War. 
Uh, I also was lucky enough to receive a gift in the way of Toy Soldiers War Chest, which is the Ubisoft uh, tower defense game that combines He-Man, G.I. Joe, uh, Assassin's Creed, um, My Little Pony ripoff, and um, basically a Halo ripoff and something else. that I, Oh, uh, Dungeons & Dragons ripoff. And you get to play with all these different themed armies in a tower defense scenario. Oh, and the Nazis. I forgot about those two. Nazis are in there also. You can't forget those. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't not have the Nazis in there. So um, it's actually a really fun little game. And as Wait, you, so you, have like, you can have like Cobra against the Nazis? You, that's exactly what it is. In fact, I'm playing He-Man right now, and I just did He-Man versus the Nazis. <laughs> and then I, I captured one of their Blitzkrieg tanks and then actually, like, went to town on the Nazis with a Blitzkrieg tank. It's hilarious. Being driven by He-Man. Well, yeah. no, that, that, so that's, that's probably the most disappointing thing is each team has a... When you're controlling the field as He was God, stuck using man-in-arms, and everybody is pissed at that. Yeah, no, 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 no. The, the thing so about it is there's a meter that fills up, and when you get to a certain point, a then you get to... Uh, uh, unleash He-Man on the field for aluminum, but he comes in the form of a toy. So it's a He-Man toy, and he's got a battery charge, and you can find batteries throughout the battlefield to extend your playtime with it. So he's got both a battery meter and then a, a life meter, and whichever one depletes batteries. He-Man didn't have batteries. I know that, but that's how they do it in the game. That's the mechanic. Is She-Ra in it too, or is it just He-Man? She-Ra is not in it. I was a little disappointed uh, about that. Yeah. Not buying... <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, it, it the interesting thing is that as you level up your main character, you then get booster packs in-game that unleash uh, different abilities for the units on your team. So, for example, if you're using a He-Man laser blaster, laser turret for def defense against uh, anti-personnel, you can actually get the level 2 range or the level 3... Uh, pow, you know, damage upgrade or whatever, you get these to add on to your equipment and then you can also unlock new heroes that way as well. So you can Either power up He-Man's unit? Yes, you can power up He-Man's unit. The best By battle ever would be Skeletor versus Rainbow Dash from My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to uh, I'm not spoiling the, by saying that um, My Little Pony is not in the game, but they do have an exquisite My Little Pony ripoff IP that has exactly what you're looking for. So I didn't know I was looking for My Little Pony. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, actually, this game's been a lot of fun. I've had a, a lot of fun playing it. Um, it's, it starts you kind of, you know, it holds your hand for the first couple levels, in troop deployment when you want to upgrade and things of that nature, but then after a while it just kind of takes the gloves off and says, we're going to throw everything at you, figure it out. And it's actually a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it. Um, Is that still on sale? The 30th was the end of that sale. Damn it. And it, the whole thing was 15 bucks, so that was the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also played Star Wars Battlefront. I uh, played some more LEGO Dimensions. Uh, played Grow Home for the first time. And it was one of those things crazy. where I was like, oh, I'm only going to play this for like 30 minutes. And then four and a half hours later, I'm like, got to get to the next level. 
Yeah. And so and you feel so bad when you end up like growing a vine into a totally wrong direction. It's like, yeah, it like grows into itself because you like didn't turn it the right way. It, it's it's kind of you know I feel like the controls are purposely bad, like Octodad. <laughs> That's the only way they could be that bad. But but it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad, but that I mean I think that definitely your struggle. They're not the best controllers. What's that? It's not the best controls. No, no, sure. it's not. But it's not the worst either. Um, but my favorite thing is the scale of the game. When you get up about four or five platforms high and then just take a running leap off the side and watch it all draw in in real time as you plummet to your death, that's fantastic. I absolutely love it. So um, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, Dragonfin Soup spent about 30 minutes with that. Still don't know what the hell is going on. Not super interested in it, to be honest. Um, played a lot more Rockman 4. Uh, also played Gauntlet Slayer Edition. Like I said, I'm really digging it. I'm surprised it got as low as it did for the scores because so far, I think it's a fun little game, uh, especially if it's been given to us for free. And then, of course, I logged another like 40 hours into Divinity Original Sin. Uh, we are up to episode 26 on the playthrough. Wow. So if you want to, and it looks like we're closing in on the back half of the story now, so downhill from here. <laughs> we're in a part of the game where people thought they'd stop playing, so. Yeah, you know, the funny part is I have. The developers gave up. <laughs> I have uh, Fallout 4 Pip-Boy Edition sitting in my closet, still sealed in the box, like the FedEx box. I still have not even opened oh. the Fed up bo- FedEx box because I know once I do, then Divinity's done. I mean, it's all over. You're, you're a terrible nerd. Terrible. <laughs> I think I'm doing it right. How do? You, how, no. How are you? How do you even consider that right? Yeah, it, it's right. We're talking me. about a game that actively like impacted traffic on Pornhub when it was released. <laughs> It did. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> there was a whole thing about how the traffic dropped significantly when Fallout 4 was released. I love the stats they release on that site. It's hilarious. Yeah, those are infographics you'll that you'll never be able to unsee. Um, so yeah, that's what I have now. I know we have a couple discussion topics this evening. Uh, Kate has one that she wants to talk about, and I think Matt's got one he wants to talk about. I don't know if I want to talk about it. it in, I'm getting kind of sick of it, but... Well, if you, if you want to, let's let's open with that. If you don't want to, then we'll skip ahead. It's up to you. We'll go in the order that it is on the list. Oh, it, oh okay. I see. So you're going to insert it into the news, so to speak. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Matt, do you oh. want to discuss your discussion topic now? Yeah, we can do that. I'm not, I'm not sure... How far this is going to go? So it's to time it. for the old man Matt Grumpy platform. Go ahead. <laughs> Back in my day. So, yeah, I think we've brought up on the show before. Every time we get a new instant game collection on the PS Plus or whatever it's called these days, I'm stuck with instant game collection, is what I call it. Um, there's there's usually about eight to ten pages of comments. A fair majority of which are generally, shall we say, of a negative and generally rather inflammatory nature. Um, usually go 
past those, and it's 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 equally depressing and 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 amusing to me uh, to kind of read those those comments, um, and uh, just just kind of see what's going by, and and you know. For as much as everyone says, why don't anybody listen to the fan? Why don't, you know, eight pages worth of comments, even if they were all unique and all negative, which they're not, would represent something like half a percent of Sony's total user base. Uh, so if you actually want to affect change, you're going to have to do something completely different, like you know, not download it, um, or actually cancel your subscription, which some people do. But uh, overall, subscription numbers have gone up, so it's it's not that path isn't working. Anyway, you know, I, so, I saw something on Reddit today that made me think about you and this topic, and that is uh, a a poster very succinctly wrote, "I feel bad about feeling good about anything because everyone on the internet hates it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. I there there is something to that, but I mean, I I generally. I've I've been having I've had plus long enough that I remember when free games weren't a given, <laughs> you know, or the free games were that really crappy little web like games that you got with Core. <laughs> remember Core? Oh, that really yeah, crappy magazine. <laughs> um, and you know, if you think back, if you go back and you listen to us or watch us from that period, I said PlayStation Plus is stupid. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hated the service at that point. Yeah, I think I was. I think I was the only defender of it. I was just like originally. Yeah, you were the first. I think I was the second, and then eventually we yeah, dropped no, it. Yeah, because yeah. I had that. I had that pretty much day one. You were yeah. You were early on that, but I was very early for whatever reason. I don't know. Because you're a sucker. Because um, you buy games and never play them. <laughs> because it That's did true. suck early true. on. It, it it was pretty bad early on. Um, but you know, and, and now I. When they went mandatory with it, that was a little for PS4 online play. Not everything's mandatory, but a lot of things. Um, you know, I got a little sad about that because I, that was one of the PlayStation 3 advantages was, you know, you didn't have to have this membership to play online where basically you did for pretty much anything Xbox. But overall, it worked out. I was still getting value out of it. And overall, for the most part, even if I've already bought the games or they're games I'm not interested in, I usually will try them just to see, hey, maybe something I didn't know I was going to be interested in, I, I was. Uh, I predicted that Grow Home would control like a drunken sea monkey marionette, and it controls like a drunken sea monkey marionette. So, you know, hey, I got to prove myself on that. That's drunken robot marionette. Thank you very much. <laughs> sea monkey robot marionette. Um, this month is the first time where I actually found myself sympathizing with some of the complaints that were being put in the blog because I'm a masochist and I read these complaints. Really? See, I okay, I, I'm well, gonna let, let, let you... me let me get through. Yes, I'm. Yeah, okay. Just, right. just let me get to the actual point. The actual All point right. here is we have two games for each system: the Vita, the PS3, and the and the PS4. And right now we're only concerned with the PS4, uh, not not comparing it to Xbox One or anything like that because. We already had our heyday of having AAA games at the end of the PS3 era. I don't have a problem with it. Whatever. The two games that we got, which are supposed to be full, complete games, technicality we'll get into in a second here, were the Gauntlet game and Episode 1 of the new King's Quest game put out by The Odd Gentleman. 
Now, a lot of people made some gross assumptions about this game. This is not a Telltale game. This is not the Part 1 is free game. This is not even really technically a Part 1. Each one of these games is a standalone story. It's essentially an anthology of five stories about old King Graham remembering his glory days. And everybody's getting up and walking away. Apparently I'm actively killing our own panel, much less the audience. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be right um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's bad when you're getting the panel to walk away, much less the audience just leaving. <laughs> like King's um, Quest. King's Quest, yeah, done. Now, I was initially very excited about this game, and I got a little sad when I saw how much it cost to get the whole thing, because I was more used to the Telltale pricing model, and I couldn't in good conscience lay down that much money. When they announced that they were going to be doing this Episode 1 for free with the PlayStation Plus, or as a part of your PlayStation Plus membership. A lot of theories started getting thrown around. Uh, you know, if you download this, are you going to be able to buy the complete edition later? What will you be like? Because the complete edition has an additional epilogue episode that will come out with it. And so, since it was on sale, and it was reasonably priced with the flash sale, I just went ahead and bought it, but bought the complete edition for King's Quest. But, from what I've read, I have not played it yet, but it's approximately a five-hour story, it is in the style of the old King's Quest point-and-click adventures, and it is a self-contained beginning-to-end story. However, it is only part of the full retail game, which is a five-episode game. I, I, I don't get why they did this. I get why we got Invisimals as a Vita game a couple months ago because something fell through, right? Some game they were trying to get to go in, either we didn't release it on time... We speculate. We speculate. I mean, that's a fairly good, good, good assumption. But why? And again, you know, you look at uh, last month. You got season two of The Walking Dead, the entire season. Granted, it's a lot cheaper than the entire game for King's Quest, but you got the entire season for for your membership. Here, you're only getting one episode. And if it does, in fact, limit your ability to purchase the complete edition later, which I do not know that that is a fact. I basically acted on fear of that. That's that's pretty shoddy workmanship there. And, and I just don't understand this one. That, I mean, that's where I guess where I'm getting at. I don't understand of all the things they could give you, why they would give you one episode of an episodic game. Because if nothing else, we know that the environment is at least partially hostile, let's say 50% hostile, worst case scenario. But see, the, the messed up part is I know exactly why they did it. Well, okay, there are several bad reasons I can think of. I can't think of any good reasons, but, but, well, but please, enlighten business, me. The good business decision was that the original, because so there's five episodes, they've only released the first one so far. Right, the, the second number one comes out on 15. My guess is the numbers were not where they wanted them to be, so they wanted to attempt to boost sell-through on the remaining, either the bundle or the remaining episodes by giving away the first one by co-partnering with Mar with uh, Sony for marketing this and pushing it out to the, the subscribers. That way, if the people do play it and they do like it, they're more inclined either by the bundle or the remaining episodes as opposed to giving away the whole thing which isn't even out yet. So I I get it, but I think that the 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 strategy is a different perspective from what we saw last month with Walking Dead Season 2. Walking Dead Season 2 has no new content, and therefore it's done as a standalone item, and they can 
discount it to get more people, more traction on the back side, whereas here yeah, they're right. trying to actually get more traction on the front side. Right, this and that's the, that's a developer-friendly strategy, but that's not really a Sony-friendly strategy. Right, this is the business equivalent of playing just the tip. <laughs> Am I right? <sighs> sort of I've had enough rum. Positive. I've had enough rum that that's actually funny to me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. But, it's exactly but, but true. Again, I, I guess what I'm looking at here is Sony. For Sony, this doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, and and they haven't. They didn't do a very good job. I mean, there were absolutely no comments made by the Sony staff on this. I know they're all busy getting ready for experience. So, I, I mean, that I, that's rational enough for me. I understand that. A lot of people don't understand how things work. This is, a, this, but, is a, this is an experiment. That's exactly what they're doing. I mean, they're, they're playing around with stuff. The plus, the plus model, they get a chance to play around with some stuff every couple months. I, and that's exactly what this one is. It's just like, hey, yeah. can we you know, get them... Get people hooked into a little bit, like, hey, the first one's free. Okay, you know, kind of like the kind of like the crack model, like you know, hey, if you try this, maybe they'll sell now, the rest. I, I, I'm, I'm expecting, and maybe, maybe I'm expecting too much. I'm expecting that with experience, we're going to see something for plus members, and I'm hoping that as we get closer to Christmas, we'll see something for plus members. If you look at the EU blog, they've got whack a load, crazy super deals all freaking months. So I mean, I'll tell not. you what I'm super I'm super hoping because I was going to save this for later. What I'm super hoping is that uh, the division beta available at PSX for people to play. Oh God! Prepare for disappointment. <laughs> Sorry, but I I don't know I I. This is, I generally don't care, you know, now the whole debate about what Xbox Gold, Games with Gold versus Instant Game Collection, that, that, that doesn't really hold any any interest to me at the moment, but th this just seems a little weird in an environment where Sony knows that they're at least publicly taking a lot of flack. Now, I my guess is they're basing their numbers and their decisions on number of downloads. And if everybody's downloading it, regardless of whether or not they like it or support it or whatever, then they're going to continue down that strategy. You know, when they came out with the PS4 and they said they were buying hard into indies and everyone, oh my god, that's awesome, that's amazing! They really bought hard into indies. Uh, you know, how many of the higher-end indie games have we gotten for free and plus on release date, on release month? I mean, a lot. So, you know, they I they really overplaying this like the the hostileness because you said so yourself. The vocal minority is like one percent. Right. Like, uh, they uh, don't uh, give two flying craps. Right. About and those people who are posting in that comment thread. Well, yeah, and and then there's the thing too. I mean, no matter <laughs> what you do, you're going to be pissing off some percentage of your user base, right? No matter <laughs> what like... you do. When they were giving out the Arkham games for free and all the, the old AAA games at the end of the PlayStation 3's time before the PS4, people were saying, these games are all old. Why are you giving these away? Everybody's already played these games, except I hadn't, so I was appreciative. Um, but, you see, you know, it don't matter what you do, you're going to piss off some percentage of your user base. I, I get that. But this one was the first time where I actually felt like people had a, a, a reasonable complaint on, on that one from the aspect of... You I know, didn't hear what was your what, what was your justification for questioning Gauntlet? Nothing. Yeah. Okay. So so it, this it's is specifically only, just the King's Quest. Just the King's Quest. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you're supposed to get two full games per system. 
Yeah, See, each episode but, is a full storyline, but it's not the full game per se. So yeah, but uh, if you look at, I think another part of this per se is the monetary model in <laughs> Quest. It is completely different from say Telltale. Episode one is treated as a separate game from episodes two and five. You're right. In, in and the they come at a premium one. price because they're yeah. a much bigger story. And I I get it. I mean I. I get what you're saying as well. It, it's a perception thing. It's not a reality thing. It's more a perception thing. But as they always told us in good old U.S. Air Force, perception is reality. So if there was like a five-book series and someone's like, here, have the first book for free, you'd be pissed because then you have to buy the other ones in the series? No, I think more of his, his, his uh, argument, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, is they have in the past given the five-book series away when you look at Walking Dead for free, the whole thing. Last month, as a matter of fact, compared to this month. But I think it's a different business model. I think it's a different business model also. So I I think that's where the disparity is. And like like Matt says, it's a matter of perspective of how you're looking at it. But yeah, I, I get both sides of that argument. So yeah, I mean, I, I again, I'm I'm not saying that I'm I'm upset about it. I I wanted to buy the King's Quest games anyway, so the Flash sale. <laughs> we have a wild weebs. Um, the Flash sale worked out well for me anyway, so I, I'm not I'm not upset about it. I don't regret making the purchase, and and I hope that they do get some pull through on giving away episode. That sounded dirty too. Um, uh, I'm giving away episode one. Somebody will play it and realize that they actually like King's Quest games, and they'll they'll go ahead because I'm I fully support you know this 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 um, resurgence I guess would be the right word. But it just it was just the first time it was significant to me because it was the first time and the time where I basically just roll my eyes and sigh reading all the comments where I actually felt a twinge of sympathy a sympathetic. Feeling, I don't have those very often, so I didn't know what it was at first. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> true. What is this human emotion in my chest? <laughs> human. <laughs> so uh, you know, I just thought it was worth actually discussing. You know, what what I mean, what where is the line with this? Where where would they get to the point where they're actually pissing off more people than they're than they're supporting? I don't think this is that line. I, I think it's exactly what you said. When people don't download it, that's when they'll start getting concerned. Yeah. They have the analytics built on the back end of the PSN to monitor how much people are not only downloading, but how much they're playing. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think when they see that drop, that's when they'll change their business tactics. I mean, look, can I, can I be a little honest with everybody and can I drop a little knowledge? Oh, my God. Can we, okay, can we drop ready. a little knowledge? Drop, drop it ready. like it's hot. I'm yeah. ready. All right. With all the with the advent of all the technology and everything being always on, developers know how much how how much games are being played. They released something a little while ago showing like how many people play through how many like levels of the game and everything. And wasn't there a stat that came out that like people on average play like fifteen percent of games? Like there's like X number of people play only fifteen percent of the game, yeah, and then like too, because if you just a very small number. List. They've all all got like ten percent of the game. Sure. Yeah. No, that's true. Because a lot of trophies are just like you get participation trophies. And that fifteen percent playthrough is something for Dave to aspire to. 
I completed the game. I got fifteen percent done with it. Yeah, <laughs> but like seriously, but seriously, yeah, that, so, that is a thing. So, so because of statistics like that, I, I don't see this as that big of a deal at all. Like this is probably the amount that people would normally play anyway. So people are just like, oh, this is fun. Like they'll play this. It's free. Whatever. If they want to play the next ones, they got to pay for it. If not, oh well. You know, it's. You know, when people are getting the second season of uh, Walking Dead for free, are they complaining that they didn't get the first season for free? Yes. Yes. Well, yes, obviously, they they would. Even though it was like two bucks the week before. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, is that necessarily valid? It's not really valid. But the thing is, they're they're trying different... There's all kinds of different things they're going to be trying. Is it a big deal they gave away, you know, the first episode for free and expect you to pay for the rest later? I really don't see it as a, that big of a deal. I mean, you're still getting something you normally wouldn't get. You can try it out. So it's now the only, not the even only like caveat is if it is if it, something for free, you would have had to pay for it. Right, and it is sold as an individual unit. Now, if they can't go back and buy the um, complete edition later, I don't think that's that, going to be an issue. That would, yeah, that why would, wouldn't they? That, would, that would tip me off because if I played it, I'm like, oh, good, cool. Now I'll go buy the. Oh, I can't. Yeah, oh, that's why just couldn't. What? Why couldn't you? Where did that well, come up? The the complete edition is a completely separate thing. It's all five episodes, so you don't buy episode one separately, and then the rest of it you buy it all as one package, and then it comes with an extra epilogue level after the, the five. So if you just buy the one, and then you buy two through five, you don't get the epilogue, and you have to buy it as the two separate units. The idea that was brought up that has not been confirmed in any way, shape, or form was that if you got the excuse me, episode one download as a free, your only option for getting the rest of the game would be to buy the two through five pack. You wouldn't be able to buy the complete edition pack because you already had episode one, which is included in there. Because there's been weird stuff like that that's happened before, right? Depending on if you have this chunk or that chunk, you can't get this thing or that thing. Yeah, but not very often. I I did that with with Walking Dead. I bought episode one, and then I liked it so much I went back and I bought the the whole season pass. But with those, yeah. It, it's gotten a little weird with them, though, because their general model is after the first like month, episode one goes for free, and then you just buy the season pass to get the rest. So it's a, it's a holy cow, what was that? Um, Sorry. You're watching Did you hear wrestling? that? Well, you, yeah, I heard that yeah. really well. Um, Did we become a morning radio show all of a sudden? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man in the black, get back in your bra. So, anyway, we spent way too much time talking about 16th caller on Eagle 106. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. Sorry, that's all, all right. I hear on radio Sorry, now. Man. It was a walking soundboard. Yeah. I'm done. Um, Unless anybody else wants to okay. reattack on it, I'm done. I kind of think you're on, like... As my personal feeling, I'm kind of like, you're on your own, man, because I think it makes monetary sense. If the game costs more money to produce, they wouldn't give it away for free like you would a cheaper game to produce. Because, like, I mean, just gonna, it's not financially feasible. Well, and and you get I an episode th- free. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think. You still get it free! <laughs> 
I think you're you're on to something there, but then I think the other thing we have to keep in mind is that Sony is making these deals not in a vacuum. They are making the deals with the parent companies of the IPs that they're publishing, so they're probably the ones that dictate that, whereas Telltale probably went to the table and said, yeah, you know, give us one price for a full download for the entire thing because we want more people playing it, and we're happy with that, whereas these guys probably said, hey, we haven't even released the other four episodes yet, just, we just want to get episode one out there so people will get traction with the product. So I, I'm guessing that was more not Sony even at all, but instead the publisher of the King's Quest game who said, we only want to do episode one. But the world may never know because we don't know how that stuff works. Yeah, they don't. It's never been publicly disclosed. We don't know how the man works things. Yeah, all right, we man. need to get to news because if we do not get to news, then we are not going to get to read our mail. So, um, Dave. Yes. You like Highlander, right? I do, actually. And Kate, you like Mortal Kombat, right? Yes, I do. What if I told you that there was now a game on PlayStation 4 that had both a Highlander character and Raiden from Mortal Kombat? I would say tell me more. That would be Super Bro Force. <laughs> Raiden and Highlander are, are the same person. <laughs> now, the funny part is that the pixelated version of it looks like the Adrian Paul Highlander as opposed to the Christopher. <laughs> you thought I would not be able to go down that rabbit hole, sir. You were mistaken. No, I, I assumed you would be able to go down that rabbit hole. I mean, no, that's, it, that's, that's level two geekery right there. Yeah, it does not look like the Christopher Lambert one. It looks like the Adrian Paul one. And it's totally but the wrong sword. The, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, apparently they're releasing free post-release content, which, if you did not play Super Bro Force, surprisingly fun. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, they managed to set their trailer to Tom Jones, which is always a, a, a win for me. Um, what Tom Jones song? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I was trying to play it to check, but then you guys said you could hear it, which doesn't make any sense because it's only in my headset. But your head is hollow, so we hear it through the microphone. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Anyways, this is by developer uh, Devolver Digital, uh, and I highly recommend you check it out, uh, the trailer, if not the game. But uh, I thought that was interesting that they're managing to bring that into their game. That's an interesting way of cross-branding. Uh, it's not Star Wars cross-branding, surprisingly enough. Yeah, surprisingly enough. It's the only thing that it isn't, which is probably why I like it. Matt, why don't you talk about uh, what's happening with Rockman 4 and a little addition of cross-branding while we're speaking of it. Oh, yeah. Um, so Rockman 4, you know, goes along and knows that there are some, uh, other, uh, some other games that people like out there. You know, there's this... One we may have mentioned once in a while about, you know, some people falling out of something. Uh, but, yeah, so Fallout 4 is going to be having... Uh, it's the, the iconic... Well, at least this is the part I've seen so far. I haven't seen the entire list. But the iconic uh, vault suit uh, and Pip-Boy will be coming out as costumes for Rock Band 4. So Rock Band 4 is honoring the Fallout 4 by adding Vault 111 costumes to to the the the, the game. Um, 
and, and much uh, like a Bethesda game, still won't allow you to play multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't heard whether or not that is or is not, in fact, coming out with the uh, with the December uh, update here yet. So we're still we're still uh, still wondering if that's going to come or not. But uh, it actually, the article doesn't say anything about how you get it, so I don't know if it's going to be free or if you have to purchase purchase it with the with the in-game money like you do to get the other costumes or or what it is. So uh, I guess we'll see. Um, and it didn't even say when it's coming out, so I assume it's with the December release update, but I, I don't know that for sure. Oh, yeah, December 8th. Sorry, excuse me, it does say. So, yeah, on the 8th December update, whatever that ends up including, hopefully online multiplayer, uh, you will be able to get the Vault 111 and Pip-Boy uh, and a Devo hat, it looks like, <laughs> for your uh, Rock Band 4 characters. So that'll be cool. I'll probably be rocking that for a while. So speaking of whipping it, um, one of the things that Sony originally promised with Remote Play was that they were eventually going to bring it to other devices. And if you go back and you look at their original Remote Play announcement, they showed things like iPads and other, other mobile devices uh, as well as PCs that you'd be able to remote play from. Until today, the PSTV and the uh, Vita are the only two devices that you can remote play from. Hey, I haven't heard of PSTV in a long time. I have one. I have one. <laughs> I have one. Every time I walk past one, it's on sale for like 20 bucks. I'm like, I should pack another one. <laughs> yeah, it, I, should, I, I should get one for the bedroom. That would probably... Uh -huh. that probably you probably be. find a good deal on it. So yeah. one of the interesting things is that a um, developer slash hacker named Twisted has been working on for the last six months an Android version of Remote Play, and he is actually bringing it out for a PC. He was supposed to release it last Wednesday for $10. Has not done so yet. Uh, I just checked his blog for an update and still no update since he posted he was going to release it. But with all this, that then prompted Shu, uh, somebody to ask Shu, hey, is PlayStation ever going to bring out Remote Play on Windows or Mac? And, and the answer is yes. What he did not give was timeframes or features <laughs> of what could be in it. Um, and I'm kind of curious that if the reason that this person hasn't released their PC uh, Remote Play client is because they got a cease and desist from Sony... Uh, yeah. But it is interesting to watch that at least somebody's pushing the conversation forward. Because I think you should be able to play your PlayStation from wherever you want, personally. So that'll be something we'll keep tabs on as we move forward, but I just wanted to bring up that to, that conversation since that happened with Shuhei yet this week. Kate, I know you have something that you wanted to have a conversation about this week. Well, not really, but you're kind of sick of it. Yeah, it's been a week of... It's been a debacle, a complete debacle. And <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I know you've heard me talk about Dead or Alive Extreme 3 coming out in Japan because I have it already pre-ordered. And funnily enough, from Play Asia, we will get to them. Um, I remember them. They, <laughs> they, there's been a lot of petitions on the internet to bring the game to the West. And before Koei Tecmo's been like, just import the Asia version, it's got English. And people are still like, you know, we'll bring it to the West. And so then a PR rep from Koei Tecmo posted in broken, in very broken English, 
that it, they didn't have any plans to come out to the West, and when they were prompted why, said, essentially, Gamergate. Like, he pretty much said, do realize how women treat, in, like, it was, like, really, really broken English. Um, so, then that started the whole Gamergate nonsense, and then Play Asia on their Twitter, kicked the hornet's nest by saying, come buy the Asia import of Daryl Live Extreme 3, and, you know, because it's not being sold in the West because of SJW nonsense, which created SJW nonsense on Twitter. With For those who are not familiar with SJW nonsense, thank you. Uh, so, of course, Social Justice Warriors got very angry that PlayAsia said that. However, PlayAsia gained like 20,000 followers in 24 hours, <laughs> and I'm sure, like, there's no data for how many copies were sold since this whole thing started of Dead or Alive Extreme 3 pre-order, like the Asia version, but I know there are quite a few people who said they bought it from PlayAsia, just, you know, out of spite. And... <laughs> that, that gives me hope. Uh, Koei Tecmo then said that they did not have any, like, have any plans to bring it to the West at all, and it was a decision that they've been making over the years. They released, like, it was total corporate, you know, BS. Um, there's also the school of thought that this was all a marketing play. And, because it got people talking about the game, and it got a lot of people realizing, oh, hey, you know, the PS4 is region-free, and... It's the Asia version, because of Hong Kong and Singapore, has English subtitles. So you can play it. So it's given them free publicity for the whole thing. It's also touched on the whole thing. Dead or Alive Extreme, and the fighting game too, is a poster child for quote-unquote sexism. And there's I saw a Twitter post where it had a picture of like the cover of the PS4 version of Daryl Live Stream 3, and they're like, if you find this attractive, you're a misogynist. Just saying. And it was just like, what? Like, really? The game is so tame. Like, so, it's like an episode of Baywatch, and that show is 20 years old. And the funny thing is, a lot of people are have been talking about the degradation of women, and that hardly any of the comments have been from women. They have mostly all been from men, and the other funny thing is, compared to the fighting games, a higher percentage of their fan base for Dead or Alive Extreme are women compared to the fighting game series, which is men, because Dead or Alive Extreme is virtual Barbies. That's what it is. You're playing digital Barbie. You're dressing up a, you know, idealized kind of woman, accessorizing, making friends. It's digital Barbie. Like, I don't like the word effeminate because it says it's like, you know, feminine things are bad, but that's more of a feminine kind of gameplay. And a lot of women do like that aspect of it as opposed to not a lot of women like fighting games in general. Uh, yeah, also, but it's a video game, so only guys play well, video games. to kind of paraphrase the Joker, you see one woman in a bikini and everyone loses their minds! <laughs> Which... Like, kind of pisses me off because one aspect of feminism is that a woman should be allowed to wear whatever she wants without being slut-shamed. If she wants to, if she wants to show off her body and wear a bikini, women are allowed to wear bikinis without it being a big deal. Just the same as a guy mowing the lawn can wear like booty shorts and no shirt 
and not get called a whore. I would still slut shame Dave if I saw that. I'm sorry. I was just trying to say, you got a camera on me? And, I don't know, sorry. it's like, just because... And the funny thing is, with the new engine and everything, the women actually have more realistic bodies compared to... Because when a woman has a large chest, she usually has larger hips, a larger butt, larger thighs to match the larger chest. They've actually improved all that. So now the bodies are kind of more realistic to what would carry the girth of that chest. That's the best way I can put it. And there is more... Because, <laughs> like, they used to be little boy bodies with big giant boobs when Itagaki ran things. And it's, they've improved their bodies, and it's just... It's not even like they're doing anything really degrading or, you know, submissive. They're frolicking on the beach or, like, you know, looking for seashells in the sand and wearing a bathing suit. It's literally tamer than an episode of Baywatch. Like, you were talking, what was the thing you were talking about? It was like, it's not, you're not even dating pigeons. Like, you're, <laughs> just, you're just on a beach. It's not a bestiality game. It's... Yeah. It's just, it's so tame, but DOA always gets, like, you know, the yes, center but, stage for that kind of thing. But people can be offended by the screenshot, so therefore, people need to jump in and make sure it's squashed, because yeah. think of the children. Well, one of the funny think things of the was, children. One of the funny things was that people were talking about blacklisting PlayAsia for even selling the game, period. But the people who were black saying we should blacklist are the same people who were pissed that Kotaku just got blacklisted. So nice. it was like super, it was super irony town. <laughs> <laughs> and of course it did nothing because like, you know, how many other Twitters can say they gained 20,000 followers in 24 hours? <laughs> I apologize in advance. I'm really, really sneezy this weekend. So I'm just going to mute my microphone for a second. So, did you grab the game yet, Kate? Whenever you come back? Um, well, it's not out till February. Oh, okay, okay. So, but I have it like pre-ordered with PlayAsia. Gotcha. Since I don't have a job anymore, I had to downgrade because I had gotten what they call the Psycho package, which is the collector's <laughs> edition of the PS4 and the collector's edition of the Vita put together in one package with extra goodies. But I don't have a Vita. I just wanted it because, like, I'm probably the world's biggest DOAX fan, and I, it's just not financially feasible anymore, so I'm just getting the collector's addiction of the PS4 one. But, hell, I'm excited. I can't wait to play that game. Like I said, it's like, like, like everyone knows who's on my Facebook and everything that I collect dolls. And it's like playing digital Barbies. Well, I'll be interested to see what your thoughts are once we get a hold of it. I'm a little worried. And whether it's worth all the time. Well, I'm a little worried that they're going to go straight off of Dead or Alive Extreme 2 which was actually kind of a failure because, like, the first game was, like, really kind of chill and relaxing, and that's why a lot of people really liked it. And then the second one, they made the volleyball impossibly obtuse and, like, the gifting system because it's also a dating simulator. And part of a dating simulator is knowing how to make your friend slash girlfriend whatever happy. And that's, like, with items or whatever, like, you know, what they usually call, like, love items. And they made that purposely hard. So it's like they made the two things in the game ridiculously difficult. So, it so it's like hard. real life now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I'm a little I can't play that. volleyball and I can't make you happy. What? 
So yeah, I'm a little worried that they're going to follow the volleyball model because it just was not that fun. But I'm hoping that they at least listen where the people say, hey, it was crap. Please fix it. I actually, I've heard you talk about the game so much and until you just mentioned that. I forgot it was actually a volleyball game. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to ask about that earlier, but then I decided not to. because Yeah, that's I, one I'm, of the jokes that have been going around. It's like, a lot of the things have been like, you know, I don't care about this game at all, but I'm going to talk about how much I don't care about it. Like a lot of like YouTube channels and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. just like, and everyone's got like how sexist it is. It's like, it's not like we're denying like Kasumi and Ayane birth control or Planned Parenthood or we're only paying <laughs> 75 cents on the dollar for every dollar Hayabusa and Hayata earn. It's like they're wearing <laughs> bathing suits. That, that's actually a good point. You need to title body, this episode. The female body is not an enemy. <laughs> it's okay to appreciate nice looking women. I and nope, that, nope. be sexist. Nope. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm interested. Make sure, you title, make sure you title this episode something about the DOA game, so that'll get you a bunch of hits, and then people will actually watch it, and then they'll find somebody that actually like is okay with well, the game coming also, out, and then people will just lose our mind, and we'll get tons of hits. Well, there's also another conspiracy theory why it's not coming Jeez. out to the West, is because unless you're familiar with Dead or Alive 5, you won't know the character Marie Rose. She's a lolly. Her age is listed as 18. No, which... no, for the for the English one, it's 18, right? No, even for the Japanese one, it's listed as 18. Oh, okay, because I thought she was, like, even, supposed yeah, to be Yeah, even in the pure Japanese trailers and stuff when she was released, it shows her age is 18. Which is better than Ayane and Kasumi were uh, for the first couple Dead or Alive Extreme games. Ayane was 16, and Kasumi was 17. So... She's already more legal than they were. But she is a lolly, which, if you don't know, your anime tropes means kind of like character that looks like a Lolita, a young girl who's like usually shorter and flat-chested and looks younger than her age and usually she, acts younger. She is a lolly goth, isn't she? She's a gothic Lolita, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she's actually Helena's maid. But, uh, like, she has, like, the small chest and, like, a youthful-looking face. So there's the thought that because she is in the game and she was voted in, because Dead or Alive Extreme 3 had a vote for which characters were going to be in the game by buying themes from the Japan and Asia store, she won by a landslide. And even if you looked at the uh, data from the West and, Euro and Europe, she was still one of the top nine characters. So they can't just say, oh, just because Japan, because people in the West and Europe like her too. But... It's because she doesn't have the giant kajungs and kind of looks younger that people are like, oh my god, this can't come here. That's that's the official title right there of the podcast episode. Good. Because she doesn't have got giant kajungs. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Pre, pre, spell pre, pre, PS, pre, pre PSX2 slash because she a, doesn't have the giant kajungs. You're like, oh, they just say she's 18. It's like... She's a fictional character. If they make her 18, she's 18. Right. Like, Wasn't yeah, Edward that's like from, from Full Metal Alchemist like 30 before he finally aged? Well, Senna Kagura, a friend of mine was just showing me a video. Like, That's a game that goes under the radar but is like way more perverted than Dead or Alive. Yeah. Like, there's now a thing where you can like kiss the girls like with like a touchscreen kind of thing. Oh and, boy. Well, that was like know, I mean they've done that they've done that kind of stuff for but, a long time. 
there what was, was the character, character called I don't know the name of this new character. It's a DLC character for the newest Senran Kagura game. She like the point of Senran Kagura is they're like kind of like a ninja girl and they use like a scroll to transform into like their ninja form. Which depend they don't usually wear ninja outfits. They're wearing you know schoolgirl outfits or whatever else. And there's this one girl before she transforms is her age is listed as 100 days old postnatal. She's like a reincarnation, but she's like a kid. She looks like she's nine. Like, she looks nine. And then she transforms into, like, a girl with big boobs. It's like, how is DOA worse than that? Like, uh... Because it's all the game, fewer copies. What's, what's the game series where you have to beat the clothes off of people before... You, is that is that one of those two? Yeah, I thought it was one of those. Okay. Well, well, we'll track that this issue as it moves yeah. forward. Yeah, I mean, then, but they've done that right stuff for, like, Koei Final Tecmo, Fight. Koei Tecmo was, like, brilliant in that today they released some images of merch you can get if you pre-order through Japanese, through various Japanese, like, stores and stuff, and a bunch of skimpy pic- pictures of, like, girls. So they were just like, you know, this is our response to all the nonsense. <laughs> More images. And I'm using one of them as my phone wallpaper right now, so... <laughs> So we're going to tear through some of these news stories just to not really talk about them too much. But uh, PlayStation 4 sales reached 30.2 million. Um, Hearthstone has rolled out plans for their 2016 eSport League to give a million dollars for the World Championship prize pool. A million dollars? Yeah. For Hearthstone? Yep. Uh, Basically, it'll be set up. they're, They're splitting it up into four... Seasonal events, $250,000 for each of them. Um, Sony unlocks the seventh core for developers, possibly. Um, it's not going to be automatic for them to use it, so they'll have to write some routines to do it. So the question is, is, is there anything to be gained there? Uh, Amplitude is releasing January 5th. Um, Unless you want a $40 or higher backer, then it's December 23rd. Right. And that's on PS4. Correct. Uh, Disney Infinity 3 gets six retailer-exclusive light-up figures, a la Skylanders, a la I'm not spending more money on that crap. Um, Wait, light-up figures? Yeah. yeah, there's six Jedi whose lightsabers light up. They're exactly the same as the regular figures, and each one comes from up. one different vendor, but they light up. So it's Vader, Anakin, Luke, uh, Yoda, young Obi-Wan, and uh, uh, Kanan. They all come from different stores. So the only one I don't have is Kanan, so I might be getting a Kanan from Amazon so I can get up the light up lightsaber one. Um Yokai Watch has hit ten million copies worldwide. Nobody cares. <laughs> and uh, Square Enix developers say that Final Fantasy XV is now playable from start to finish in the what development the heck cycle. Does that even mean? It means that the mean, game is technically done code-wise. It's feature yeah. complete, yeah. is what they're saying. They're just but it's, it's just a weird it. way to say it. You know? Yeah. Now it's going to be another three years to no, polish it's gonna it No, it's going to come out probably June or November. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it'll probably just, be a worldwide release. I don't think they're doing the Japan and then wait six months for American No, release. I don't think so either. No, I think they're doing be. a unified release. Yeah. And then the just the way game things go now, with the way the international world is, that you know, you do localization at the same time that you do development. 
And then last but not least, Indivisible, which we talked about a few weeks back. Um, the RPG from the creators of Skullgirls has been funded on Indiegogo. Oh, so nice. that will be coming out as a full-fledged game, which I'm pretty pleased about because it did not look good for a long time there. But it did. Yeah, pull it, 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 it pulled it out at the last minute. I have yep. a question, actually, Mark. I'm not sure if you know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Final Fantasy, uh, when is the port coming out to PS4? I want those trophies. It's actually very soon. I want to say it's December 17th or 23rd, I want to say. Um, they actually did list the trophy. Li- the trophy list is out there, so you can check it out now. Um, when is the final thing? I was playing it on my PSP, and then I was just like, eh, I could just wait and you know play it and get trophies. And get trophies and get trophies for it. Um, it looks like... Uh, there has still not been a firm date. Winter 2015. Yeah, so it looked like it was originally slated for November, but then they pushed that back, and it may not even come out this year. It may come out next year. Early next year, I would imagine. But, yeah, nothing, nothing so far. Um, that brings us to Reader Mail. Unless anybody else has any pressing news, because we're running out of time. Okay, good. So you've got plenty of time. You're on yeah. the wrong coast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, I I opened up the uh, reader mail flood bags. Um, told people we're heading to PSX this two this weekend in San Francisco. Asked what questions they had. Um, Noah Weisbrod uh, wrote in and said, "Do you think virtual reality will ever catch on?" Or will it be a temporary gimmick like motion controls? Let's uh, just quickly go down the list. Turo, will this catch on, or will it be a gimmick? Hmm. I want to say gimmick. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I want to say gimmick. (laughs) Dave? It's the 3D TV of this generation, of next generation. All right, Kate. Eventually, eventually it's going to take off, and eventually it's going to be a thing. But it, it's it's not going to be like tomorrow, like like you think. Yeah, it's be, <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be something that's going to take like a while if it does catch on. I'm kind of on the fence about it, actually. I don't know my answer. No, you can't. You can't. You can't, Matt. You have to pick one. Um, gimmick. All right, Matt. I, I think it'll catch on, but it's going to be at least one more iteration before it will do that. I I agree wholeheartedly with with what everyone has said. I think I will still I, there there will be thirty two games. Uh, I have found out recently thirty two demos of VR experiences at PSX two. I'm going to do as many of them as I can and do write ups of each of them. Um, but yeah, that's I think it's going to be big in certain circles to start from, but it, it will take a while for mass adoption. I wholeheartedly believe that. Um, it's not going to be like the Wii, where it ran like wildfire out the gate um, and then became the gimmick later. I think it's going to be the exact opposite. You'll have the diehard folks that are trailblazers first, and then eventually it will catch on to popularity as the software library grows to match. 
Yeah, I mean, because you just have we still have a couple things to go through. Like, it's still going to cause people headaches. Like, you can't sit there and have an all-day gaming session on it. That's just not going to happen. Well, and, and there's still there's still even the, still the, the more well, and there's still the more practical side of things. Like, what happens if you have a child? Can you really put yourself in visual isolation from your children Whoa. to play a game? I mean, that's that's something that not not many people have addressed yet. So it's it's an interesting discussion. Uh, Kay Stamper asks. Uh, he actually submitted two questions. The first one, he says, "Do you think Sony will announce PS2 backwards compatibility, as in with discs, or only via emulation?" Emulation. We're not going to do it with discs. Why do you say that? Because money. that's what people want, and they hate giving people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't square. We're not quite that far. Yeah, and it's just a, it's a money thing and probably an optimization thing. Like, there's a lot of PS2 games. A lot of PS2 games. So if you open it up where you say you can put the disc in and it'll play, like, it's still different architecture. It's not like, you know, the old days when they actually had the chip in there. You know, almost the second. And some yeah. of the games are on CD, and some of them are on DVD. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that that stuff just like there, there's too much variability. Instead of opening up the floodgates like that, if it's the you know the download emulation, they have control over it. They can make sure stuff works and make money off it. So it's kind of like win-win-win for Sony. The only yeah, thing I, I care about is if they emulate Final Fantasy XII. That's all I care about. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I I think they won't do it because there's no hardware in the PS4 to actually read a PS2 disc. Now, unlike the PlayStation 3, which actually has a PS1 drive and can read the disc when you stick it in. But I think I think that's also the case. I think it's just going to be by emulation. It'd be cool if they let us have it for free somehow, but I doubt that's going to happen. Good question. Um, this one is non-PSX... Uh, related is as as our our last two questions. Um, so I, Kay Stamper also says, so I played a, a bit of the new Guitar Hero and the new Rock Band. I was wondering if you had played them or even cared about it. Do you think they can make a comeback? Uh, have you played it, Turo? Just a demo, just a little little demo at the GameStop. Uh, Dave, I never played the last one. I'm not playing this one. Kate, no. Matt. Well, I know you rock have. Rock band only. Yeah, and same same here. Rock band only. Uh, do you care about the music genre games, uh, Turo? When I'm with my friends, all inebriated, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but by myself, uh, that those days have passed. I think where I was trying to, you know five-star everything on hard and then get to expert. So I'm going to say it came, it went, it conquered for a little bit, but now it's just, hey, let's let's do that one thing we did a few years back. <laughs> Dave, I, th- I, I take it your answer is don't care? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not going to waste time. Uh, Kate? Don't care. Matt? I do care. Um, my my whole family is very very into music, and and this is a great way for us to to do something together. 
Um, and you know, I, I genuinely still have fun with it. I mean, I, I can even have fun with Stingstar, you know, which I don't have nearly as much fun as I have with Rock Band, but um, I, I do care about it. I think it's it's probably a niche genre. It's never going to have the the popularity that it had back in the day, but I think it's something important to keep going down the path of. I agree wholeheartedly, and I think Rock I think Rock Band's doing it right, and Guitar Hero is doing it all wrong. Um, Rink says, I got a real problem, I think. I buy everything Elder Scrolls related, and I just picked up my third copy of Morrowind. Do I have an addiction? Turo? How, how many copies? Three copies of Morrowind. Why? Uh, that's a great question. The original, the Game of the Year, or whatever it was called, edition. In, oh, uh, no, uh, you're uh, just a fan. That's all. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I have no idea. Well, if in that sense, if you picked up, like, the original and then realized there was a limited and you got that and then realized there was a, a UK super legendary edition and you bought that on eBay or something, then no, you're just a true No, just a that's fan. not what it was. I'm looking for the picture that he sent. I'm pretty okay. sure this was the third identical copy of Morrowind. <laughs> okay, why? Why? <laughs> Did he lose them? Did he no, get stolen? No. no, in fact, he's, he, he, I'm still trying to find the picture. Uh, he had multiple copies of the same games, you know, not just Morrowind, but like Elder Scrolls Oblivion 4, um, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so it's different Elder Scrolls game or three Morrowinds? No, three Morrowinds in this example that, that I pulled from here. Why? Are you sure that for, like, different systems and stuff? No, no, it's all for, for Xbox. I, I think, yeah, I, one, one I, think, I think your main problem, Rink, is you have too much disposable income. <laughs> There's no such thing. Why, why would you spend your money on other two copies of the same game that you already have? That's like me going out and buying multiple copies of the CD when I can literally make them on my computer and, and share them with my friends. Like, what? I have a feeling that he does not have a problem. It's that he found a series that he really likes and the hunter-gatherer in him says, I must have every copy. Or the hoarder. Take your pick. <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I guess if he doesn't play anything else, and that's like seriously his only thing, I, yeah. I mean, I, I buy a lot of Star Wars stuff I don't need because it's Star Wars. But, but do you buy multiple copies of them? Like, if you get one game or one comic, are you gonna buy that again? Only if I can get a variant cover. Okay, so a variant cover. It's some difference. What if it's the exact same thing? Yeah. No. See, that's again the too much disposable income. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, mean, that's. If you can, can explain if yourself. Just, you know, if he's just sitting there playing, he goes, you know something, I, I've played this thing for like, you know, 200 and some odd hours. How, how do I, you know, give more to this developer because I'm just like that much of a fan of it and everything like that. And he wants to give another couple bucks to the developer and they don't have like a donation page or anything like that because, you know, developers don't sit there and like have tip jars hanging out. Ooh, I probably shouldn't have said that. That'll probably be the next thing. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like, "That'll be the next microtransaction. I'll just be tip jar." Be like, "How'd you like our game? Was it five dollars good? Was it ten dollars good? I know you paid sixty, but we need some help making some DLC." How, how would you tip a five us? star review? Please pay ten dollars to leave a five star review. We saw that you left five stars. Is that twenty dollars? 
So, so yeah, this is probably the equivalent of a, of you know, a tip jar, you know, for gaming, which is fine. I mean, if that's like, that's a favorite series and everything like that. Like, I've I've repurchased a Ratchet and Clank game one time. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I wish I wish it, he could explain what it. What it really comes down to, to, to be serious for a minute, is is he buying Elder Scrolls stuff to the exclusion of necessities? If if he's, if he's not eating for a week so that he can buy an Elder Scrolls thing that he already has three or four others of, he has a problem. If he's just <laughs> building a clone, even if he doesn't know why, and it's within his means, so be we it. we have gone so much farther down the rabbit hole than I was ever anticipating. <laughs> with the answer to this question. Yeah, I, I I actually approve of this message. All right, and the last <laughs> one do. comes from Z Panda. Z Panda. Z Panda. Z Panda asks, "Do you think the dressed-up girls that say they are gamers are gamer girls, or are the nerdy ones who don't shower until Zelda is freed are those gamer girls?" Both. Uh, 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 those are two extremes, right there. Um, uh, the, uh, to consider yourself a gamer, it's uh, <clears throat> you do it because you, you like it, you enjoy it. Um, and you find yourself uh, finding your free time to actually do that, to actually play games and stuff. Now, if you're doing it for attention, which I see, uh, we all seen the posts where the girl is like, you know, biting on a controller and something. You, you tell her, you know, which one's Zelda, which one's Link, and they can't tell the difference. Well, they they might not have played that game, but they might have played a little bit of Mario or something. Now, did they do that? Because they know it's popular, then you're no, you're not a gamer. If if they did it because you enjoy it and you're gonna be, I'm gonna throw in some hours into this. I'm gonna beat this. Then yes, that's are we still talking about game? game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking about the games. You jerk. Oh, oh dear. Oh my. Uh, yeah, oh, I mean, it, 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 my, you know, it's my golden the, rock. The, the answer can be true, can be yes, either way. You know, it's 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 a case-by-case case thing. Yeah, are people going to dress up? Because um, what was that fad for a while? Um, dang it, I can't think of the province. But, there, you know, girls in the West were dressing up like... It's not Shibuya, but there was another district where there was a very specific style where the girls dressed up in Hiroshuku? multiple colors. Excuse me? Hiroshuku. Yeah, thank yeah. you. You know, and Western girls were doing that not because they understood the culture or because they understood the significance of it, but because it was a fad. So, yeah, there are people who are just going to follow fads to follow fads, and then there are going to be people who are, are seriously in it or that want to be into it but don't know where to start, you know. So it, it it's not a simple answer, unfortunately, and that's – got to get actually to get to know the person. But yeah, you know the the the, the stock photo <laughs> industry that the internet has it can be pretty humorous at times. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I say I say don't label people. You know, I mean, you yes, they may be they they may be you know attention horse who happen to game or not. But I wouldn't you know what matters is do you get along with them and do they like playing games? That's really the answer for me. Uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure out why I'm friends with Dave. He doesn't play video games. I was but, just trying to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I do find him attractive in a schoolgirl outfit, so I see the, the appeal of him being a tension whore, so it's all right. Yeah, and also, 
the other thing is, like, I can't be quick to judge on that because, like, you know, especially right now, like, I wouldn't be considered, you know, a gamer. Um, but at the same time, like, also, the, there's a lot of gateway things, you know, that come into play. Like, for instance, like, way back in the day, like, I didn't watch Neon Genesis Evangelion because, like, you know, oh, I was into the show right away. Like, the first thing that got me into it was these, you know, uh, Kyoto action figures that were just, like, really cool designs. And I'm like, oh, those, you know, mech designs are really cool. What's that about? And then that got me into the show. So it's like I kind of went a roundabout way, like, of getting into that. And, like, now we're back to, like, in, I guess I don't know where Evangelion uh, is right now. Is it cool to hate it or is it cool to like it again? I don't know. I forget. But It's only cool like, to like the new stuff if you hated the old stuff after you liked the older stuff. Yeah, I, I was going to say that probably most people wouldn't even know what that anime is anymore. <laughs> I don't know. With the new movies, maybe. <laughs> the, um, but yeah, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and poo-poo on anybody, especially if they like if they want to try if they start getting into like you know gaming kind of that way. And hell, even if they're just kind of like casually like playing stuff a little bit and everything, they get some enjoyment out of it, and that's cool and everything. It's all good. Kate, I stole your answer. I know. I'm sorry. We should just get a nod and cough. <laughs> <laughs> Dang viruses. I don't know if it's allergies or something. Did you have anything else to weigh on on that one? I'll see. Don't okay. label. Um, you know, everyone else kind of stole what I was going to say. I'm trying, not to, I'm trying really hard not to sneeze into my microphone. But yeah, well, then let's... Don't label. Uh, let's give you a, a momentary break, and we'll start with final thoughts all the way on the far left. Turo, final thoughts. Hmm. He's never ready, and you always go with him first. I, yeah, I know. Uh, well, all the games have been released. Uh, any games uh, that you've been waiting for to go on sale, they're bound to be on sale now, or getting to be. Uh, so be ready for that. Um, Except Just Cause 3 that just came out. Yeah. Well, eh. Uh, just use this time that you have to play as many, as you, many things as you can that you want before it starts all over again next year. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. Any final thoughts? I want to share something cool with you. Um, I got to go to something, you know, kind of neat. See this? Is that this is a No, it's a model of a... It's a Lego model of a Lego store. Okay, you sit there. <laughs> That's and so meta. Like, and you can open it up, and you can even see there's, like, you know... The bins where all the, the little, pieces are. Yeah. yeah, like all the individual pieces and everything like that. They got the little display windows and stuff and all the things in there. You can only get these when a store opens, and only, like, one day during the opening weekend. And, they and just do they open give them up. away for free? They do. Oh. Well, if you purchase, like, 100 bucks. <laughs> Free with a hundred buck purchase. Yeah, but the thing is, if you if you sit there and spend a hundred bucks, these things go for like I mean, you can flip this online for one twenty easy. So I mean, make a there whole was twenty dollar profit. No, there making a whole twenty dollar profit and buying yourself a hundred dollars of free Legos. That's what people were doing. They're not really free if you have to buy them first. 
Okay, let's yeah, not get that the whole is they make 120. <laughs> so they're making $20 profit and getting their stuff paid for by somebody else out there in the ether. So yes, yes, you have to have the investment capital to make the profit eventually. Right. So it's kind of like a rebate. <laughs> <laughs> rebate by eBay. <laughs> but uh, it's really cool to have an official Lego store open up so close so I don't have to drive an hour away now. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's such a pain having to drive, you know, an hour or less to get to a Lego store. Yeah, you can't I'm, I'm city boy. Problem. So, yeah, but this is this is the new one. I have the old one that I got actually from the the New York uh, Flatiron uh, Lego store when that opened. They had the Lego. They had the previous Lego store. You know, for that one. So I actually have both of them. And I'm very happy about that. That's so very you have cool. Last year and this year's model. Yes. Yes, and the problems you have, my friend. The problems. It's, it's cool stuff. I know. It, it's a great life I lead. <laughs> Kate, save us final thoughts. Um, I actually didn't think of anything. I was too busy blowing my nose. Um, Decongestants. They're cool. Yeah, Import DOAX so that they bring it over natively next time. No, I don't care if they do. It's got English in the Asia version. True. True. Just create a Hong Kong PSN account, which I already have. <laughs> Matt, final thoughts? Um, yeah. Um, Doctor Who, not only just for Lego Dimensions anymore. There, there's the official Lego set launched on the first of December. It is currently back ordered, or at least it was when I looked at it earlier today. Uh, but they are still accepting orders, uh, and they did. <laughs> Thank you for the heads up. They have with the last three or four of these things that they put out. So um, that's that's a promising sign. <laughs> so uh, my set my set actually shipped this morning. So uh, I'll hopefully have that by our next podcast. Well, I have uh, of course our housekeeping to do. Uh, if you like the video, then please do like or subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, please do uh, rate us five stars if you would. Uh, if you've got questions, write in the gamersledge at gmail.com. You can we check us out picky. on facebook.com. Any stars. any stars at this point. We, we can't <laughs> be picky. Just, just any stars. Facebook.com slash gamersledge. Don't listen to him. Five stars. Uh, and then uh, uh, Twitter is at gamersledge. And as Joe always likes to point out, pinterest.com slash gamersledge as well. Nice. Stumble upon. Uh, our stumble upon is slash gamers ledge and uh, MySpace. Uh, <laughs> I so I actually have a MySpace still to this day <laughs> that had the site referred to on it. So just, just throwing that out there. I'm not going to give right. the address of that because it's horrible. Because I think Tom's my only friend, and <laughs> I lost all the entire viewership with that one. Um, the other thing. <laughs> Uh, stumble upon what was what's the big one? Tumblr, we're on there too. But yeah, uh, follow us on Facebook. If you like this video, like and subscribe below. My final thought for the week: um, we talked about this on uh, video veg as well, but I want to make sure that as many people know about it as possible. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is currently funding an in Indiegogo campaign. Uh, they have achieved three episodes. They're about to hit the six-episode milestone for rebooting the series. Uh, Joel, the original series creator, is producing it, nice. but it is not going to be him in the 
uh, lead role that is a new comedian that I do not know. The doc, the evil doctor will be the uh, Dr. Forrester's granddaughter played by Felicia Day. And Frank will be played by Patton Oswalt. <gasps> that is right. TV's own Frank will be pay, played by Patton Oswalt. That just came out yesterday. And this mm. is another thing that you know he's doing for the love of doing it as opposed to getting paid. And oh, I am, I I am so all... F- yeah, he's so awesome. I am all for this. But anyways... Um, if you Did haven't he show up in the last eight months of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet? No. He's been missing for a while now. He's been missing for a while. Yeah. He needs yeah. to be back. Yeah, but uh, do do check that out, and uh, we'll end the show as we always... Oh. Brace yourselves, everybody. Oh. Brace yourselves. We up. were doing so... This is such a good show. It's always a good show, and it's an even better ending. Uh. So I totally understand how batteries feel, because I'm rarely ever included thing in things either. Oh, oh my that, gosh. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't even bad to be bad. That was just... Oh, wait, that was it? Yeah, that, that was that the whole thing? That was, oh, uh, I, so that was my... my, my it was the toss-up. The other one was, it's hard to explain puns. No, 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 we're not letting them do it. No, we're not letting them do it. No, we're not letting them do it. No, 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 uh, and don't forget to tune in this weekend for our live coverage from PSX on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm working out the logistics, but I think I'm going to be able to live stream the keynote, and then we'll have written impressions and video as I can uh, while I'm there. So check that out this weekend. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll, we'll definitely see that while we're there. Uh, but until next week, uh, game on. And pun game off. off. Game on. <laughs> <laughs>